This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Well, uh, one of the funnier reactions. This I, I almost said this on on day one because I was, you know, I, I was. We were talking about the big China spy balloon that was hovering overhead, and I was like, "Man, these guys putting on this air show this summer. They sure know how to promote an event, don't they? They got everybody looking up, wondering what's going on in the skies over Billings, Montana. Hey, well, uh, we got some exciting news for you here. You know, for those of you who were were lining the highway, lining the airport, what about a month? or so ago just to see one u.s navy blue angels jet land in montana we'll wait till you see the whole air show later this summer but uh the big news is that tickets for uh, the the big air show coming up in billings montana this summer just about to go on sale we got matthew mcdonald and jake penwell uh, who are putting this whole air show on uh, with us in studio right now gentlemen great to see both of you Thanks, good morning yeah. yeah thank you hey aaron did you see the color shirt that i wore this morning you got your pink shirt I on did. that's I good did that special for you it's that's not, good it's not pink it's salmon yeah that's he's yeah, got we're his, good that's we, a long-standing joke we uh yeah we were <laughs> we got this really nice text from jake one morning talking about how beautiful this the uh, sunrise was and so we, we then we were we were wondering <laughs> if the air show was going to have pink pink t-shirts that we could uh, that we could purchase or something we but, can make uh, that happen yeah 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 just yeah. for you so jake when did the tickets go on sale how do people buy them and yeah what, what else do you want to you tell know, folks think, uh, before our first break all all routes go through our website right now so uh yellowstoneairshow.com uh and the tickets will go on sale on valentine's day so what a fantastic valentine's day present so february 14th tuesday this next week uh the at 10 a.m at 10 a.m that's right we were de- debating whether we do 10 a.m 10.03 a.m 10.04 we were trying to be sneaky about it but we figured 10 a.m was probably the best uh, you should have done 10.04 10 four. Uh, you know oh, that, we, we can, you can still do that we can Let's still do it, it. we can still okay. do that 10 yeah, yeah. 10.04 yeah, we can 10 change four. that roger we have the countdown but i don't think anybody will notice that four minutes has been ticked <laughs> off that countdown right now but uh so uh, the tickets will go on sale general admission is going to be 45 uh kids 10 and under will be 10 bucks uh so we're really trying to encourage as many kids as possible to get there uh so uh, the the biggest issue that we have is not uh attendance it's not how many people we can hold it's going to be how much uh traffic flow we have so the best way for us to control traffic flow is going to be through parking so uh really our limited structure right now and we're really trying to stress this is uh, there's not going to be any free parking so you have to have a parking pass uh we're incentivizing people to carpool if they can so if you buy four tickets uh parking pass is free uh but anything under four tickets or for every i should say every four tickets that you buy you mm-hmm. get a parking pass for free um anything under four parking pass is 50 bucks yeah so uh we're just i hate waiting in lines for parking anyway <laughs> i'd be tempted to uber just to avoid the lines you yeah. know just yeah. uh and and yeah parking is limited up there along the the rims and, and in the airport anyway mm-hmm. heck sometimes i i need to take an airplane to get me from the parking lot just to the terminal anymore sometimes when i'm flying <laughs> one of the things too uh yeah matthew mcdonald uh coming up after the break there's a really sweet package when i think about the businesses that listen to this show the business people the business owners uh it's a pricier option for for joe schmo but if you can get your company to purchase one of these sweet deals and have your own suite at the air show that sounds like the way to roll uh so we'll talk about that more right after this montana talks this is the montana economic minute 
Are we building enough housing? To an economist's mind, the answer lies in plain sight. In community after community in our state, we see housing prices growing faster than income. That strongly suggests that supply is not keeping up with demand. But let's look at it a different way. Once a decade, the Census Bureau counts people. It also counts housing, because that's where most people can be found to count. And by comparing these counts to what they were in the previous census, we can compare the growth of housing of all types to the growth in population. Take a place like Flathead County. Going all the way back to the 70s, the growth in housing has been faster than the growth in population over every 10-year interval between census counts, and some years strongly so. But that stopped in the 2010s when population grew by almost 15%, but housing grew by only 6%. That imbalance produced the tight housing market we see today. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see cloudy conditions today and some scattered snow showers around, especially through the morning and midday hours. Any accumulations stay less than an inch around the area. High temperatures will stay back at around 40 degrees in the Bozeman area with highs at about 43 into Billings. The outlook for tonight calls for partly to mostly cloudy skies. Chances for a few snow showers or a little mixed precipitation early on the night, especially towards Billings. Otherwise, temperatures will drop back off to about 9 above in Bozeman to about 24 in the Billings area. On Thursday, we can expect mostly sunny skies. High temperature readings on Thursday, lower 30s across the Bozeman area with highs staying in the lower 40s in Billings. Staying quiet Thursday night, mid-teens in Bozeman to the mid-20s in the Billings. Spokesperson Motley Rice Attorney Graham Maiden is responsible for this ad. Motley Rice LLC is headquartered at 28 Bridgeside Boulevard, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, 29464. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Well, it looks like we've already got some tickets uh, that are, are ready to be sold here. Tim in Savage listening all the way out in Mondakistan on the Montana-North Dakota border. He says, he says, I've got the reminder in my calendar. I'm excited to get my tickets for the air show. That's what, yeah, that's what the smart people are doing right now. They're putting a reminder in their calendar. 10 a.m. Valentine's Day. Not only get your wife flowers and other things, but yeah, get your uh, Yellowstone air show tickets as well. Matthew McDonald, we were talking about not only are the, the U.S. Navy's Blue Angel is going to be a part of this air show, but you know everybody uh, was watching the F twenty two shoot down the balloon over the off the coast of Carolina. The F thirty five is going to be here for the Yellowstone Air Show as well. That's right. And you're kind of familiar with with uh, with the F thirty five, but just talk about the F thirty five and just how significant this whole air show is going to be here in Montana. Yeah. So the F thirty five is really an advanced uh, fifth generation fighter jet. It it commands the air. So if it's in the air, it knows what the other jets are doing. Um, the bombers, uh, even ground, and it just takes over like a commander. And uh, the military says, hey, we don't even know the tip of the iceberg of what this thing can do. Um, another thing that's cool is when they're wearing their goggles, the jet becomes almost like a see-through invisible. So when they're looking up the wings, they can't see the wings. They just see right through to the ground or uh, maybe the jet next to them. But anyway, super cool advanced jet. That's going to be here. Um, and these guys, once the blue's committed, Everyone just started reaching out. The Viper team who flies the F-16s, they're like, hey, we want to come to Montana. And we're like, yes, we want, to, want you to come to Montana. They're all excited. The F-35 calls me. Um, and then we got a bunch of performers that support throughout the day. So it's going to be full show from 11 to 4. There's going to be t- tons of acts. This yeah. Is, this is so uh, – we had the uh, – so the – 
foundation or organization that that it kind of oversees all the air shows around the country it's called ICAS International Council of Air Shows we went down, down there we've been down there twice now in Vegas for their convention that they have every year and the president or the chair of uh, ICAS uh, pulled us aside and said hey there's only a few shows that I go to in a year for fun I usually am working them. And he said, but your show, I'm absolutely going to. So even the, the folks that know air shows better than anybody else in the country, he told us, he said that your show is that he's from Florida. So he's going to pull his trailer <laughs> all the way up from Florida with his kids and uh, and, and come and hang out at our, our spot. So it's well, that's the be thing. Everybody wants to come to Montana. And so we as Montanans better get fir- first, you know, better better get on there right away Tuesday right. morning to get these tickets. Uh, what's the sweet deal for? You know, I, I think of you know business owners, folks who want to have fifteen of their best friends or their business partners, or uh, you know reward some employees, or you know uh, you can actually get your own kind of VIP suite. That's what it is at the air show, right? Yep. In the air show world, they call them chalets, but uh, we brought the tent. Right now, it's going on the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Um, I was down there last year, and I fell in love with one of those tents, and was like, "Man, what if we could have one of these at the air show?" We started talking to them, and they said, "Hey, we, we'll bring it up." So we got this uh, big double decker flight deck, uh, two story bar that's in the middle, and then all the suites go out to the side. And um, so it's it's fifteen thousand for one of these suites, but that covers two days uh, of fifteen tickets per day. All food and beverages covered. Um, you got parking passes. There's hangar parties that go on at the night to meet um, the Blue Angels, meet the performers. Um, there's a lot of things that go with it. So it's just not just tickets to the event both days. There's a lot of entertainment that comes along with it. So that will be on the website when we go live. Um, so it's just stay tuned. You get to see the tent that we're bringing in. But uh, what an event. Well, I think, too, you know, this whole China spy balloon, when Larry Mayer was telling us about all, you know, all the action that was going on in the skies above us, you know, and they were talking about fighter jets uh, being spotted near Bozeman. I remember uh, when the SpaceX guys were doing their aviation test flights, uh, it, you know, out of the Bozeman airport. You know, we talked with them, and so people just, they just have a fascination with aviation here in Montana. So it's going to be a huge show. And, and Jake Penn, well, we already saw that. I mean, when the, when the number seven and number eight Blue Angels showed up... Mm-hmm. With one jet, oh, incredible! It, I mean, the the whole airport, the whole highway, all the way from you know from the the edge of the rims to the airport was packed full of cars of people just wanting to see this one jet. It was so cool. It was uh, unbelievable. And I, I saw your article where you teared up a little bit when you when you pulled out of the parking lot and you went that one direction. I honestly didn't know there were that many people up there. We were hanging out in the hangar uh, trying to do the media event and everything. We had no idea what was going on out there until I saw your video of all the cars. I think it's on your podcast on your website now. That's right, yeah. And I've showed uh, a number of people. But I tell you, Matt and I, a long time ago, we this was about a year and a half ago, we had breakfast and decided that we were going to do this. And uh, the one thing we said is we want to be able to give back. How do we do this? How do we give back to the community that raised us? Born and raised in Billings, proud to be Billings natives. Uh, to see Billings come out in full force for just one jet coming in was incredible. So, you know, not only are we doing this, and we're, we're not, sometimes we look at each other, we're like, we're not really sure how many people are going to show up to this. Is this going to be good? Or we did we just spend a bunch of money that we don't have trying to do an air show for just us and our friends? But to see thousands of people up on the rims. Well, and Matthew, I can't remember, it, right and track. it shows not just the, the interest in aviation, but the huge love for our military here yeah. in Montana as 
well. Matthew, I remember when Jake was just talking about this as an idea, maybe eight, nine years ago, I think, when Jake first said, I want to bring an air show back to Billings one of these days, just like they did when I was a kid. Here you guys are making it happen. Yeah, well, this is kind of funny how it kicked off. We have a, a former Blue Angel in Bozeman, Thumper, uh, call sign Thumper, uh, super great guy. And anyway, I was working with some stuff with my business. He's uh, He does some uh, leadership development. And uh, anyway, I said, hey, there's an air show coming to Billings. And um, we got this guy that is a former Blue Angel, but also was high ranking in the military. Thumper 02 was a brigadier general. And I said, and he's really high ranking in the military. And he's going to help us put on this air show. And he goes, whoa, I bet I know him. And I go, you do. It's you. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, I'll help you. And he's like, okay, okay, okay I'll help you. Yeah, so that, that's we, we I love tricked the fact, him into helping us. I love the fact that everybody calls him Thumper. Yeah, he happens to be a general, but we just call him yeah. Thumper. That's <laughs> right. Thump, thump, thump. Uh, anyway, great guy. Yeah, and he st- still lives in Bozeman. He retired out of the Air National Guard and uh, probably passed him in the hallway at Fort Harrison. And I was like, hey, there's an Air Force guy. Uh, Yeah, he also happened to be a Blue Angel. Yeah. All right. And Top Gun. Uh, top, hey, gun instructor. top Gun Instructor, yeah. Just All right. Great to see both of you guys. Tickets go on sale. Yellowstone Air Show Tuesday. Securing America. The biggest game of the NFL season requires a massive security presence. Super Bowl is a no-drone zone. NFL Security Chief Kathy Lanier says Super Bowl 57 will use local, state, and federal resources to secure the event in Arizona from theft, fraud, and violence. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorka says human trafficking crimes that can get lost in the luster of the event is a focus for police. And we've also trained personnel in venues to identify the signs of victimization. Cybersecurity also a top priority and not just to the feds, as Chief Lanier said. We have a cybersecurity team at the National Football League and then there are local cybersecurity teams here. Secretary Mayorkas emphasized the see something, say something adage. Access for your privacy. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before the next crisis strikes. MyPatriotSupply.com This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. Recently, U.S. Senator John Tester, a Montana Democrat, and Republican Senator Mike Grounds of South Dakota introduced the bipartisan legislation to protect American farmland from foreign entities. U.S. Senator John Tester. Uh, Countries like China and Russia, North Korea, Iran, those places don't want to see us exist anymore. The last thing we need to do is let them buy up farmland, which is critical to our food security and to our national security. We hope to get this bill through committee and to the Senate floor and to the president's desk as soon as possible. In addition to protecting American agricultural land from foreign entities, the Promoting Agriculture Safeguards and Security Act would add the Secretary of Agriculture as a standing member of the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States to consider agriculture needs when making determinations affecting national security and require a report to Congress from USDA on the risks posed by foreign takeovers of U.S. businesses engaged in agriculture. As for the last USDA hay report for the state of Montana, alfalfa fair to good quality large 3x4 square bales was seeing a price of $250 a ton. That was the same price range for large squares of good to premium alfalfa as well. I'm Lane Nortmond. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks. 
with Aaron Flint. Yeah, getting that website. Hey, great to catch up with uh, Matthew McDonald and uh, Jake Penwell uh, putting on the Yellowstone Air Show. Very easy website to remember, yellowstoneairshow.com. And, uh, hey, by the way, also, uh, speaking of Thumper, uh, the retired general, he ended up retiring as a brigadier general out of the uh, Montana Air National Guard, lives in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, but he had been a Top Gun flight instructor. He had also uh, been a Blue Angel pilot himself. Uh, he is uh, not only uh, helping to put on this air show, but if you want to mark something else on your calendars, if you want to purchase tickets for an an- for another event, he is going to be, and he's a real motivational guy. He is really fun to talk to. You'll talk with this guy. Man, you could go to the gym and, and uh, knock out 300 burpees after listening to Thumper uh, talk. He's just such a, a great motivational guy. He is actually going to be the keynote speaker for the Billings Christian Schools Banquet uh, that is coming up at the end of March. I, don't, I, I forget the exact date. It's in my calendar, but l- like you heard earlier, I, I thought today was Thursday. It's actually Wednesday, so I, if, I, just could, I haven't done the calendar recon for the end of March yet, but I just know – if you want to hear Thumper speak uh, in person, he's going to be uh, headlining the fundraiser for the Billings Christian Schools Banquet, and uh, I'll be the MC for that event as well. So luckily I'll get a chance to, to hear him speak uh, that night. All right, uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, what's your reaction to the State of the Union address? Did you watch it last night? Any reactions? Interested in your thoughts? Uh, I played some of the highlights in the in the six o'clock hour of the show, but I, I really think at, at the end of the day, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she nailed it. She delivered the real State of the Union address, and and I thought she did she did so with compassion and with composure. And I think uh, the contrast was was Joe Biden bickering with uh, with members in in the chamber. I mean, he he took partisan shots at Republicans during what should be a dignified, composed State of the Union address, and I think the I think it, it, the address last night it lacked the dignity and the composure that you would expect from a State of the Union address. Instead, the dignity and the composure came from Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and she made that contrast about basically Joe Biden being the oldest president ever, and. Compared to her, you know, what first woman governor of Arkansas, probably one of the youngest leaders in the country right now. uh, And she delivered a a response with compassion and composure last night. I thought it was interesting. Even even Brit Hume, Brit Hume from Fox News, who's certainly conservative, but he's very measured in his analysis of these types of events of uh, the State of the Union address, for example. And. And he he even basically said it straight up last night that that the the speech that was delivered by Joe Biden last night raises questions about the competency, straight up competence of the president of the United States. Your thoughts on the State of the Union address? You've seen a few of them. I sure have. And I looking at this one and this man giving it, I think that there are two ways to look at this speech. One is. You know, the speech itself, what it said, the programs announced, the spending uh, promise, the remedies for the bragging about what the accomplishments are and all of that. The other way is looking at this man, this 80-year-old man, the oldest president, I guess, ever, 
and whether he got through the speech well. And it seemed to me that there was an awful lot of stumbling and slurring and words left out and so on. So I, the question becomes this. Does someone sitting at home worried about the future of our country, perhaps suffering from inflation and the other maladies, worried about crime, worried about the border, look at this man delivering this speech tonight and say, I have confidence to give him four more years. He's the man who has led our nation so well. He's fully in command. Or they look at him and have doubts, doubts that they may already harbor based on Afghanistan and certain other things. I have, a, I have, my, I have considerable doubt as to whether this was a, a confidence-inspiring speech tonight. Yeah, that was Britt Hume on Fox News uh, last night. Uh, I asked the question because I, I, uh, you know, I, I started watching the speech last night, and it's like, okay, I, this is going to help me go to sleep, I guess. Uh, but I, I, I watched the remainder of it here this morning and listened to as as much of it as I could. But, but really, you know, all I could think of this was just the sheer phoniness of the event last night. Just the sheer phoniness of Washington, D.C., and, and so many of these politicians. In fact, I had to ask this question because, uh, you know, which room had more plastic surgery and goofy outfits? Now, I didn't watch the Grammys. I saw some of the, the highlights of some of the the, the despicable uh, displays that were on, on display at the Grammys in Hollywood. But which room had more plastic surgery and goofy outfits? I mean, happy Hunger Games, folks. That's what was going through my, my mind last night as I'm watching the State of the Union, and they're panning to some of the Democrats in the audience. It's like, wow, these people uh, are dressed in make, and, and wearing makeup as if it's straight out of the Hunger Games movie here. From the Capitol, happy Hunger Games. Which room had more plastic surgery and goofy outfits? I threw a poll up on Twitter last night. It's still there. The State of the Union or the Grammys? Right now, 51% say the State of the Union uh, had more plastic surgery and goofy outfits. Uh, 49% say the Grammys had more plastic surgery and goofy outfits. What say you? 294-0970. I like what Randy said. Well, I didn't watch either one, so uh, I wouldn't know. News. I'm Chris Foster. I've never been more optimistic about our future. And now President Biden hits the road following up on his State of the Union address. President Biden travels to Madison, Wisconsin today, where the White House says he'll tout his economic plan in job creation, union jobs, and what he calls record investments coming back to America. The president travels to Tampa, Florida tomorrow as part of the administration's nationwide blitz on economic success. Fox's Jeff Manasso, former President Trump, after last night's speech. We are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. And there was some Republican heckling during the State of the Union address last night. A Missouri man convicted of murdering his girlfriend and her three children in 2004. Leonard Raheem Taylor has been put to death by lethal, lethal injection. He always said he was innocent, claiming he was in California at the time. Prosecutors say he left after the murders. America's listening to Fox News. For those who who missed it, uh, if you did not uh, watch the State of the Union address last night, Joe Biden made it very clear he is coming after your guns. He made that very clear last night. Uh, here's a soundbite thanks to our friends at Fox News Radio. Ban assault weapons now. Ban them now. Once and for all. 
And you can hear the Democrats in the chamber erupting in applause as Joe Biden talks about taking away one of the most popular guns in America, certainly one of the most popular guns in Montana as well. He makes it very clear he wants to take away your guns, which is just even more outrageous when, when we saw blatantly over the past week how this, this same uh, Joe Biden will threaten you, the American people, with fighter jets. When it comes to the Second Amendment, he will threaten you with fighter jets, but communist Chinese, the bankrollers that have been funding he and Hunter Biden's business ventures all these years, the communist Chinese that have been funding the Penn Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania, the communist Chinese that helped get Joe Biden elected with what they did to this country and this economy with COVID-19, not to mention people that died from COVID-19 as well, and and yet... He doesn't threaten them with fighter jets, does he? He doesn't threaten their balloon with fighter jets until, of course, their balloon got all the way across America and practically flew a mission accomplished banner over the entire country. Then he tries to save face and, and, and allows the balloon to be shot down. It, it, it is simply out, uh, outrageous. The guy who will threaten you with fighter jets to take away your guns but won't threaten the communist Chinese. And, uh, and, and just continues to roll uh, on behalf of the communist Chinese over and over again. Uh, the chamber uh, was rolling in laughter last night after Joe Biden said this about oil and gas. I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed <laughs> and beyond that. We're going to need it. Production. Uh, yeah, there you go. That was just part of it. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were asking about uh, medications. What kind of medications are these people on? Uh, well, okay, I'm not going to go there right now. But let me tell you, if you are on medications, uh, if you are on sometimes multiple medications a day, I'll tell you what, especially if you live in the Laurel, Lockwood, or Billings area, the place to go is Farm 406. Let's say you're on five different medications a day. Let's say you got to take some medications Wednesday morning, today. Let's say you got to take different medications this afternoon. When your medications show up from Farm 406, they will already be organized by day and by time of day. So basically, you'll, you'll punch a little tab. There's this morning's meds. This afternoon, you punch another tab. There is this afternoon's medications. It's working wonders uh, for larger, you know, nursing home facilities and places like that. But it'll also work wonders for you. So you're not juggling all these different pill bottles trying to keep everything in order. Farm406.com. Farm406.com. Or if you're in the Billings area, just drop by 38th and Grant. This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, I got a message here from Dennis in Bozeman. I read an article in the uh, Epic Times uh, that Elon Musk is changing Twitter rules as a result of Senator Dane's account being suspended. Is this true? Uh, yeah, Dennis, thanks for that message. I uh I haven't even mentioned the whole uh, Twitter spat yet this morning. I talked a lot about it yesterday morning, but I, I should give people an update. Elon Musk has now spoken uh, after Montana Senator Steve Daines was suspended on Twitter over a hunting photo of him and his wife and the antelope that she shot. 
And so anyway, uh, basically, yeah, Elon Musk uh, said that they're going to fix this and they're going to change the policy uh, that was that was basically saying that, well, if there's any sort of blood whatsoever in a profile picture that they're going going to censor it. So uh, so they're they're fixing that. But the latest on the uh, the Twitter wars, uh, go to MontanaTalks.com. I've got the tweet from Elon Musk uh, and uh, the photo of Senator Daines uh, and his wife in the antelope. If you missed our coverage yesterday, let's go into the phone lines here. Two nine four zero nine seventy. I threw out the question on Twitter last night, uh, which uh, which event featured more plastic surgery and goofy outfits, the State of the Union address or the Grammys? Elena in Phillipsburg, great to hear from you. What's your thoughts? Well, I try to put things out of my mind because um, because of my age, I can only retain so much information in my brain. So I kind of delete everything that's in there. Well, when I saw that Grammys, all I can think of is the freak show that I saw when I, little, when I was a little girl at the Ringling Brothers Circus in New York. Of course, they've done away with the freak show, but the Grammys was the freak show. But that guy, whatever his name was, that dressed in red, that was another name I put out of my head, a satanic, satanic, well, okay, fine. But I get a notice from one of the groups I subscribe to that the satanictemple.com, which is all over the country, is going to open a abortion clinic in New Mexico. Now, if you know the history about Satanism, they have sacrifices, don't they? And so having an abortion clinic, oh, that would be just perfect for them, wouldn't it? Well, not only an, an abortion clinic, but you, but now even Planned Parenthood is getting into the transgender uh, for kids game as well, where they want to be able to, to issue out these these medications, some of which we've talked about could sterilize these kids for the rest of their life. Planned Parenthood is getting into that game, chopping body parts off of kids. Dare we call this child sacrifice at the woke altar of this radical left-wing agenda? No, that, that Grammys... Uh, I, I, I didn't watch the Grammys. I, I, you know, I heard that Beyonce did well, kind of as expected. Uh, I guess Harry Styles is 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 guilty of white privilege because he made the point that guys like him don't typically win awards like that, and so they're bashing him. It seems like un, unfairly well, so. But what I was yeah, doing. It, that but that whole that that non-binary singer guy that did this. It was a pure, straight up satanic themed performance at the Grammys and it was absolutely disgusting the, Aaron, the footage I saw of it. Aaron, I didn't watch it. I was watching Law and Order, the old Law and Order, which I think is great. More people should watch that and learn something about the law. But I was going back and forth on commercials. That's the only reason why I picked that up. And I my mouth was I don't usually sit watching television or movies with my mouth open. I couldn't close it. I couldn't believe it was a freak show. And that was the bottom line. I'm sorry. Well and even part of it in Washington even, even looking at the State of the Union address part of this, you could describe it in the same way. That's why I said it's like happy Hunger Games. I don't know if you ever watched the Hunger Games movie, but it literally it looks like the Hunger Games where you have these goofballs in the Capitol, 
trying to get the rest of the country to to fight each other all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, our producer Travis printed up this story from FoxNews.com. Elena, thanks for the call. This was a story from FoxNews.com. Ted Cruz blasts shocking Satan-themed performance at the Grammys, saying, quote, this is evil. Non-binary, and I won't say the singer's name here, the, this non-binary singer did a duet with a transgender artist for their song Unholy, featuring the singer wearing devil horns, while the transgender artist gyrated in a cage against the backdrop of flames. Dancers, dressed as demons, bowed and crawled around uh, the, the singer here. Uh, Liz, Wheeler, Liz Wheeler, a conservative commentator, uh, said, Don't fight the culture wars, they say. Meanwhile, demons are teaching your kids to worship Satan. I could throw up. And then Ted Cruz has responded to that, calling it evil. This Fox News story also mentions what Elena talked about there as well, about uh, the satanic uh, temple uh, and the abortion clinic that they that they uh, want to get up and running in New Mexico. If you and, and according to FoxNews.com, this is this is what they're naming that abortion. Clinic. They're calling it the Samuel Alito's Mom's Satanic Abortion Clinic. So, just shows you some of the, this disgusting uh, type of stuff that's happening in, in America uh, right now. Elena, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you as well. well. You know, when we talk about this, how they're they're literally, and and this shows how crazy the montana democrat party has become as well you know it used to be that that the montana democrats would try to distance themselves from the national democrats they would pretend to support the second amendment they would pretend not to be as crazy as the national democrat party the montana democrats no longer even try to distance themselves from hollywood or from the Hunger Games uh, freak show that's going on on capitol hill right now either they are embracing this and not only are they embracing it, but there is a, a tiny number of Republicans in the Montana legislature that aren't standing up to this nonsense either. I mean, when, when we're talking about we're talking about uh, House Bill 303, Representative Amy Regeer has a bill that would protect our doctors, protect our nurses, that you wouldn't be forced into to doing some of these outrageous procedures on healthy little kids, removing body parts from healthy little kids, being forced to give them medication that could permanently sterilize these kids for the rest of their life. And 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 if if you're a nurse and, or a doctor out there, the the majority Republicans in the legislature are standing up for you once again, so that you don't get forced into violating your conscience to have to perform this type of nonsense. And 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 because we all know that if they want the ability to take healthy body parts off of healthy kids. They're going to have to force people to do it because there's going to be nurses and doctors who are going to say, are you kidding me? That is outrageous. No way in the world am I taking part in this. So they have to for if they want to make a lifetime worth of money and profits treating uh, these these things, they're they're going to have to force people to take part in it because it is so disgusting and so tragic what they're trying to do to kids right here in Montana. And the Democrats are embracing this. And there's a handful of, of, of Republicans that aren't willing to stand up and say no to it. But but the, the good news is, is that the majority of Republicans did stand up. The State House of Representatives backed that medical rights of conscience bill.
The state Senate yesterday, and I believe it goes to third reading today, if I'm not mistaken, the state Senate Republican majority yesterday voted in support of Senate Bill 99, which would protect kids from these radical transgender surgeries that the culture is trying to thrust upon them. So uh, if you missed Jeff Lasloffy's report from the Montana Family Foundation, uh, first off, I should I should play at least a portion of it again for you here today. But second off, go to the Montana Family Foundation website, find out who those lawmakers are that you need to call, especially those Republicans, to say, hey, you need to vote in support of Senate Bill 99 later today. Steve in Ballantyne on the phone lines. Hey, Steve, what's going on? Steve, are you there? Okay, I'm not hearing anything. He might have his phone muted there. All right, we'll check in with you during the break. we got a break coming up uh, right now. We'll check in with Stephen Valentine. Looks like he wants to say something about uh, military aid uh, to the Ukraine. Did you see Mitch McConnell had uh, not a red, white, and blue tie on last night? He had a... uh a uh, blue and gold tie-on, and I don't think it's because he's a Bobcat fan. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you about that one here coming up uh, after the break as well. We'll get your Tommy Laren commentary in and much more. Uh, hey, you know, talking about uh, – there was a lot of talk about prescriptions uh, last night. And uh, I, I want to tell you this. If you're somebody who's trying to avoid pain medications, if you're somebody who's trying to avoid surgery – if you're somebody who's who's wanting to enjoy all the things that you've worked so hard in life to finally be able to enjoy, but pain is holding you back, joint pain is holding you back, I want to tell you about an option that is now available to you. QC Kinetics specializes in regenerative medicine where they use your body to heal your body. You can get a hold of QC Kinetics. They've got 100 clinics all across America. They're now in Montana. Call 406-201-6263. QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. Fox News commentary. The numbers are in. A staggering percentage of millennials have mom and dad picking up the tab. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. Let me preface this by saying I'm a millennial. My parents pay exactly 0% of my bills, but the same cannot be said for 40% of my peers. A recent survey shows two out of five millennials admit their parents pick up one or more of their monthly bills. Housing accounts for the bulk of this assistance with 24% of my fellow millennials getting rent assistance from mom and pop. 17% even have their parents paying the mortgage. Millennials also have their parents covering utilities, groceries, car payments, and even streaming services. I'm not yet a parent, but I'll tell you what, the last thing I'd help my adult kid pay for would be his or her Netflix and chill. I get Biden's economy is rough on young people and all people except for illegal immigrants. Day 9 to 2. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios, trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, you know that background music right now. Uh, you might know that song, not from the 80s, or, or maybe you remember the song from the 80s. 
Uh, but yeah, you can crank it up a little bit there, Travis, for people who are maybe not familiar with it. So if you watch the Netflix series Stranger Things, that's that song is is prominent in the in the latest season. And so anyway, when I was doing that interview with the BBC Friday morning after we wrapped up our show, I did a an interview with the BBC in London. And they they brought up, uh, what does it feel like, an episode of Stranger Things uh, from Netflix uh, out there in Montana? And I said, well, I said, are you kidding me? I said, every day for the last three years has been like an episode out of Stranger Things. We have entered the upside down. Uh, and uh, anyway, I, I, I don't know if that made the final version of their BBC uh, segment or not, uh, but, but we definitely brought it up. Uh, but uh, yeah, we also heard Tommy Lahren's commentary there. And she said something that caught my ear. She was talking about about how there's kids in America that are struggling right now because of the Joe Biden, John Tester inflation, that there's kids that are struggling right now. And that reminded me there was a headline. uh, This came out uh, two days ago from KTVQ television in Billings. Number of Billings students struggling with food, food insecurity up 30 percent. The number of children served in food insecurity programs through Billings Public Schools has risen 30% since November. You know, you know what these schools could do? They could have uh, all of these kids. They could do handwritten thank you notes, maybe even written in cursive. They could, they could sign handwritten thank you notes to liberal Senator John Tester. Start there, and then after you're done with those thank you notes, you can send handwritten thank you notes to Joe Biden. Say, thank you for uh, for making it harder on kids like us. Thank you for making it harder on everyday Americans. But, boy, that you know, that's funny. Joe Biden made it sound like everything's just fine and dandy last night. Just fine and dandy. It was the fantasy speech, as uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders so eloquently pointed out in the in her very opening remarks being a mom to three young children taught me not to believe every story i hear so forgive me for not believing much of anything i heard tonight from president biden all right yeah well said there by arkansas governor sarah huckabee sanders got a message here on our montana talks app from evan in belt i threw out the question what uh which event featured uh, more goofy outfits and plastic surgery? Was it uh, the Grammys or was it the State of the Union address last night? Here's what Evan and Belt has to say. Pretty sad when the great house chamber in our national capital has reduced itself to the point that we are now comparing it to the Grammys, which in my opinion is and always has been a worthless award show. Uh, yes, but but see, last night is for politicians to pat themselves on the back and to award themselves. Uh, that's uh, certainly what uh, what uh, Joe Biden was trying to do last night, uh, trying to pat himself on the back, trying to give himself an award, and spending an hour and forty minutes uh, trying to uh, trying to praise himself. My my my. Certainly was uh, what we heard last night. Ho- hopefully, A.W. and Bozeman didn't uh, follow through with that uh, that drinking game idea that he threw out for the State of the Union address yesterday. Uh, I was thinking today was Thursday. 
instead of Wednesday because I was so excited to hear what our friend David Noble had to say about the State of the Union address last night. Well, here's uh, here's just a sample of David Noble's reaction, and then he'll join us uh, tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour right here on Montana Talks. Okay, that was literally one of the worst, most partisan political. It wasn't even about the State of the Union. It was a Joe Biden 2024 campaign speech. It was full of lies, misinformation, out-and-out lies, um, obfuscation, demagoguing people, uh, gaslighting us, one of the most ridiculous things. All right. That was part of the reaction from David Noble on his Twitch TV podcast last night. He'll be with us in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow uh, with more and uh, taking your phone calls as well. Uh, I've got the 9 o'clock hour fully wide open uh, for callers. The 8 o'clock hour, we'll, we'll take your calls if you want to jump in on the conversation with our guests. Uh, but we got a great guest kicking off the 8 o'clock hour, Mary Todd. She eventually ran for Congress in the Western Congressional District, but I've known her for several years. She has been calling out the threat of communist China for several years, ever since she believes they killed her son. She joins us from the Flathead right after this.